So let's go in three, two, one. Hey everybody, thank you Ted. You always want to get on the show no matter what. Welcome to the Falcons Corner, voice of the Falcons, Mike Bricker. The good guy to know, the co-host yeah. all the way over there, Danny Bird. Behind the camera, SID Tom Ferguson. And then standing in the center, the creator, the director, the producer, the whatever. Videographer. Yes. Yeah. Photographer. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Hughes. Now, now that you're a big like, documentarian, are you Christopher I, Hughes? No. I, like, I prefer Chris. Christopher makes me feel like I'm in trouble. All right. I'm the same way with Mike and Michael. Yeah. You know, Michael, I'm in trouble. But I thought since you're like at such a, like, a higher level now. I'm not big time yet. If you're just Christopher. It feels add good. The, but yeah, I think add the middle name because all the, like, they add the three names. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so what's the middle name? John. So Christopher John. So John yeah. Hughes. So if we eliminated the first Ooh. name, you could be John Hughes. I could John, be the next John Hughes. You could John be the Hughes, next John yeah. Hughes. See, John Hughes. Yeah. Jonathan Hughes. We're nah. going full names. <laughs> We're going everything. Christopher Jonathan it's Hughes. It's Michael Christopher Daniel. Esquire the third. Thomas. <laughs> all today in the Falcons Corner. But we have you on today because we are talking about they sleep on us. Documentary, documentary from 2019 yes. National Football Journey. Yeah, I should say yeah. that you uh, put together. So we're all excited. So just give us a little bit of a little yeah. bit of a rundown. Here. Yeah, I mean, for for folks who aren't aware, uh, in 2019, our team, our football team, went to their first ever national championship appearance. It took 22 straight, uh, you know, uh, wins without a loss right. to to be able to get there to qualify to go. And uh, so really, this is this is a documentary that covers uh, the team's three days in Kansas, right? Um, all the way up through the national championship game, we got. Uh, Privilege, we got the privilege to use the actual broadcast from the NJCIA. Right. So folks who didn't get a chance to watch the game because they didn't have CBS Sports or whatever like that, they can kind of relive a little bit of it. Uh, we told the story of a football game in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but the story of the team is a lot longer. So, uh, you know, there's there's 16 hours of footage that were used to cut down and, and get to this. There's like 170 gigabytes worth of film. There's 2,200 different files that actually went into making this thing. Wow. And it all comes down to 88 minutes, and we're showing it Friday for homecoming, and I'm I'm super excited about good, it. Good, awesome. It's exciting. And I was, out of the four of us here, the two of us were the only one fortunate enough to really be out there in Kansas. Yeah. Danny had stuff to take care of back here. I don't Tom think Tom wasn't exist. here, yeah. In the Lackawanna College world. was even world, so. on the radar <laughs> yet at that point in time. But we're glad that he's here. And and you guys were out there, and all I handled was your travel arrangements. Yes, basically. and you did a good job. Yeah, but that was important. And you did a great job. But um, I got a chance to watch it, and uh, it brought back a, a lot of memories of being out there. And, you know, the guys that, you know, I'll never forget the players on that team. Right. You know, and the guys that had prominent roles in interviews and stuff yep. were absolutely tremendous. And uh, just shows, you know, the type of character kids that we bring in and 
think bring out of this place. Absolutely, and I think you know what uh, what a lot of folks will see is you know there there's one player in particular who plays really heavily into the documentary, played very heavily into the team. Uh, take Jair Brown, right. who's currently at Penn State, and I think what I'm what I hope to kind of show people is these kids are great football players before they go to Penn State, before right. they go to West Virginia, yep. before they go to Nebraska. And so hopefully if folks come out Friday, I'm hoping a lot of people come out Friday, um, they get an appreciation of what we do here. Right. You know, because Penn State filled the stadium with a whiteout crowd on Saturday. You know, it's tough for us to fill seats on a, right. on a Saturday. And, and these are where a lot of these players get their start. Yep. So that's why I think the telling the story is really important. Right. Yeah, I think that people have a better appreciation and understanding of why someone um, is here, whether it was injury, um, lack of exposure, sometimes and not even all that often anymore. Maybe just didn't come from a high school that had, that hit the academic standard that was required by the right. NCAA. Right. Not that they couldn't do it, but maybe it just didn't line up with the, the classes that they needed to be what's quote unquote a qualifier. So being able to tell some of that story on the back end just a little bit gives you an idea so you can see that that you know the power five competition here in Scranton you know and as you alluded to having a hard time putting people in the seat sometimes where you have a handful of our guys and we keep referencing Penn State it's the easy one there's 109,000 people at their game the other day right and just you know two years ago they're also playing here you know so I, I and I think it gives a good insight look into the coaches the program itself um, and then just what an awesome opportunity it was for these kids to be yeah. able to to get to that level. And it's something that we are so proud of as an institution, which yeah. is great. I want to bring Tom in because, Tom, you weren't here, like we mentioned. We're not sure. making you feel bad sure. about it at all. You know, it wasn't your fault. I was on the periphery. Yes. Yeah. But being here now and then also seeing, you know, they sleep on us. Like, what does that, like, stir up for you? Like. It, you know, I, I was obviously aware of, of the team's success and, you know, because it was a big deal in our area when they made it to the national right. championship and, you know, got on national television for it and all that. Um, so it was, it was, and I've watched the game subsequently since I've, I've worked here anyway, just to kind of see it. So right. I knew what was going to happen. I think that was, that was the tough part, but also it, it still made it interesting was knowing how it ends, knowing right. how this story goes but still kind of seeing the journey to get there and still kind of seeing, I, I think the big thing that I hope people take away from it is you see, you know, uh, you see Tig talking, you see um, a couple other guys talking about, uh, James Sackey, I think was another one that yep. was in there pretty prominently, talking about what they had, where they were before they came to Lackawanna right. and kind of what they went through to get here. And, and, you know, Tig pretty much comes out and says that Coach Duda saved his life, yeah. more yeah, or less, you know, yep. uh, coming to Lackawanna yeah. did that. And, you know, Danny, you kind of mentioned it. And, and, and Chris, I know as someone who has worked here for a long time, but, yep. you know, before moving on to, to greener pastures, you have lived it too. Yep. Uh, that's kind of what we have done here at Lackawanna College has been kind of helping these people when they need help give them educations, give them an opportunity to succeed and go somewhere else. And, and kind of seeing those those players testify to that, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think Tom hit on it. You know, you've got Tig who didn't have any opportunities coming out of New Jersey. Right. Now look at him. Yeah. You've got Keyshawn Moore who was a bounce back from James Madison. Right. You've got James Sackey who says he's the first person in his family to on track to graduate from college. And then right. he does graduate from Lackawanna and he moves on. Right. You know, so all those different things go into making 
not just good football players, but good human beings. Yeah. So. And I had a chance to be around them a lot that year in the weight room, especially too. And those three, all of them, those three specifically were, you know, true leaders and, you know, worked yep. their tails off and, you know, never missed meetings, weight room sessions, practices. And I try to remind the guys on the team following, even this year, yep. like these guys that you saw play in that right. game didn't miss stuff. You know, when Jair finished the 2019 season and he already signed to go to Penn State, he was here in February every day running at 6.30 a.m. getting workouts in with the other guys, not to help him, but to show guys this is the Lackawanna way. So, you know, know, kudos to all those guys. Right, and it it helps build the brand that we have and the culture that Coach Duda and, you know, Coach Bardini and Reese and everybody put together. Um, but now you have real life examples. You're not just pulling it out of thin air saying, if you do this, this could be what happens. Right. It's like, here's your example yep. of someone who's only two years or three years removed at that point. Right, right. Yeah. What was your biggest challenge out there? Now, was it having to be around Coach Duda like a day, <laughs> days leading up to a national championship game and having like God. actually talk to him? Like, how do you, I, how do you approach Coach, I the legend, the Hall that. of Famer saying, right. Coach, I'm gonna do this. That. And he may be saying, yeah, whatever. Chris, yeah, fine. Do you yeah, push you're away and say, listen, right. I need this. Whatever. This shot. You know, <laughs> it's like, right. how do you approach, I'm doing this? Yeah, so I think it, it's the challenge is, and you, so let's contextualize it a little bit, right? So the team arrived in Kansas before I got there. Right. So a lot of the opening of the movie is their GoPro footage. That's not even my stuff. I think the trouble for me was trying to be everywhere as one guy at right. all times with a camera bag on me and finding outlets and charging batteries and all that. Coach was great. And, and Coach even says to himself, like, he was just trying to soak it all in. Right. You know, the I think the trouble for me is I'm a little guy. So being around some of our players who, like, top out at, like, 6'6", six, six uh-huh. and trying to get in huddles, like, you'll see there's a couple shots in the movie that I laugh at them because it's just me trying to get a shot. But it's a documentary, so I'm, I'm not cutting away from it. Right. Like, there's right. one scene in particular in the in the uh, locker room right before the game, and it's my one of my favorite sequences for multiple reasons. But the, our team had a champ. It's not necessarily the most PG chant, right. right? So it's edited for the public premiere, but the football team got right. when they got yeah. it, they got right. to see the uh, the full version. Um, but you see me like as Tig gets up on this bench, you see me kind of duck and move around all these players uh-huh. and then lock in on him. So I think that was the hard part was trying to be everywhere and get everything. And then after that, uh, it was finding the story and telling the story in the right way. Right. Yeah. Um, the idea of making a movie, uh, you know, making something that now ends up being 88 minutes long. Right thinking about how am I going to make an hour to hour and a half movie that was really hard right. but when I started to chunk it out and tell the story in pieces that made it really more achievable yeah. and Chris you obviously you've worked for your alma mater here at Lackawanna College but what was it like putting together a movie about something an arm if you will of, of your alma mater what yeah. was that like for you I mean you have to realize so I graduated in 2006 when I graduated I never thought right. I was going to make a movie you know like never thought I would be sitting at home and right. working with Adobe Premiere all the time right. um and then I worked here for nine years before I, right. I left the college in, in July and then finished this thing after I left because right. for me, telling the story of what happens here, and this is just a piece of what happens here, right? right? So, um, you know, all of our sports have a purpose here. All of our students have a sure. purpose here. And they come here because Lackawanna gives them opportunities they can't get anywhere else. Exactly. I think that was the most important thing that I wanted to convey in telling the story because I'm a Lackawanna College right. product. 
and I made a movie. Yeah. You know, uh, Tig is a Lackawanna College product, and he played for a national championship, and now he's at Penn State. And right. I think they're what? Are they six and one, five and one? Six and one. Like yeah. So Tom would know. That's Tom's alma mater. Well, yeah. So uh, and the and Giants are six and one. So I should know that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, you know Lackawanna College is special to me. My dad worked here before he passed away. Okay. Uh, you know, when they moved actually to Angeli Hall, my dad was an employee. He was the former director of financial aid. Okay. My sister worked here in public yep. relations when they dropped the junior out of the name, and then I got to work here when we added bachelor's degrees. So there's been a member of my family here for the last 25 years for all the major developments at Lackawanna College. Right. So telling this story and telling personal. it well is right. incredibly personal yeah. for me. It's and a personal we, touch, which I think gives it that little extra that you might not get from someone from the outside, yeah. which usually are documentaries anyway, because it's someone has a passion for what they're wanting to do. So I find that there's no better person for our situation than you to be able to tell the story. So it's been great. And it, and it is a movie, but it's not promotional. It, right. it tells a story. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's also promotional. It is also promotional. It's not an hour-long <laughs> commercial, <laughs> yeah. you know, because uh, it, it does. It Maybe, really Tom, we like to play commercial. We'll just put bits and pieces of the, of the they sleep on us and as commercials. Well, how about how about uh, Chris has some clips, um, but maybe maybe what we'll do is maybe if we have something, uh, we can play it during this episode of Falcon's oh, cool. Corner. Yeah. All right, yeah. you know. Great. So and, then, and when we talk, um, we won't last... introduce it like it's a late night show or anything. It'll appear at some point. Now here's what's going on in this part of it. And, and just to like piggyback on what you were just talking about, because we talked a little bit last week, like I give you so much credit for finishing it after you left here, right? So you could have just said, you know what, my time at Lackawanna is over. I did everything right. I could. I'm yeah. done. You know, so you know, I want to congratulate you on, and let yeah. everyone know that you finished and did a lot of this work on your own time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, night, it was nights and weekends while I was an employee, and then it was nights and weekends after not being an employee. <laughs> right. Anymore, so. You know, so I give you, I give you tons, I give you yeah. tons of credit. It's very inspirational, motivational. I know we have a lot of big events going on. You know, this weekend, like our basketball season kicks off, and we got scrimmages on the road Saturday. We got region championships that we're hosting. Hosting for you know Saturday soccer. morning, yep. big football game on Saturday. I would hope like all of our athletes, like we get the message out again to all of our athletes, like come watch this because it's not just about football. It's about what the school about does for you, you and it can motivate you to take your team and yourself to a higher level. Of those teams on Friday night. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Friday night, seven o'clock. <laughs> so I think I, I think it would be great to motivate our teams finishing up their season and run for championship to say let's hey let's go saturday yeah, morning yeah. like we're we're ready this fired us up yeah, and yep. teams that are going into their off season to get ready for their spring season exactly and teams starting up i think it's just a, a perfect combination of stuff too so, i can't agree more you know as an employee of lackawanna college i want to thank you for what you did it was, it was i'm it was awesome. super proud of it i, I want am everybody to show up on I'm, Friday. I'm, i would be more proud of you if i was on camera more yeah, that's the one I, thing that I think was lacking. Not there was just like, I brought my son to the R-rated version. He's like, Dad. I was like, I was on there a couple of times. You, you, yeah, he goes, you I were. saw you flash I'll, a couple of times. You, but. you got good airtime when it was on CBS Sports. Well, listen. You did. As, you as, were someone, live. You as were someone holding the line. I was someone who watches a lot of sports and you football. Know I know where to be. Yep. So I knew that they were going to focus in and coach a lot. So, sure. so I made shoulder. sure to be near that man. And then I would get messages all the time. I just saw you on TV. I just saw you on TV. Darn right, you saw me on TV because I know I'm standing right next to purpose. him. I'm standing right next to him, and then I'll go do what I have to do. But when there's important stuff, I'm where's Mark? So, was there ever any point when he was just like, when he just threw you, he's like, get away from me? No, no, because I had a job to do also, and I was you did, I was you were holding the line, you, you were the get back guy. And there was a scuffle late in the game in the fourth quarter there that was, I had to run on the field, and, which was uh, consciously admitted. It was no, no fun of own. And one last thing I want to just say about it, and then we'll let you go so you know you actually have a real job. Another job, yeah. We work here, but we work, we work here. Yeah, so we can stay here all day because this is work. Um, 
it brought up some bad memories of the terrible officiating in that game that cost us the game. That's all I want to say. Oh, it just are, brought are, up are some stuff. Are you talking specifically about the fourth quarter? I'm talking without, about the entire game. I'm talking about the late hit they missed on us early in the game and then the roughing the quarterback, which is – I still don't believe – Yeah. Uh, well, I can't. So one of our stipulations for the NJCA was we could not rebroadcast the entire game. Right. So some of that we kind of skip over. But when it does get tough for our team, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, you know, we're, we, didn't, we didn't win. Yeah, we um, <laughs> Spoiler. Um, but um, we don't look away when we get those penalties because I think it's important to know kind of how things uh, occurred in sure. real time. And, for and, and, when, it, yeah. and when, I, when we watched the the R-rated version, yes. Coach Dayton was sitting to my right a little bit. Yep. And then when that late hit occurred, yes. when that late hit occurred <laughs> on the quarterback, he let out such a groan. I'm not sure if it was because of that. I'm assuming it was, but I heard it. Him, oh. <laughs> and I don't know if he was just had intestinal issues or if he or was hungry, <laughs> hungry or like he's still like, we're still like really right. like that yeah. call was... Yeah. not warranted and it cost us big time yeah. but I, I did i did hear that you know so but thank you it was it was greatly reliving yeah, 2019 no. and my uh, pleasure you know it's a great asset to the college this show yeah. to our you know community student athletes and faculty, i think staff, friday everybody. i think it's probably safe to say friday isn't the only time that we're going to show up but friday is the first time that we're going to show right, it right so so you tell us where we're going to watch this bad boy on yes Friday. So Friday, uh, as part of homecoming weekend, you know, Saturday we've got our game against Monroe, right? Yep. Uh, one o'clock kickoff for the Saturday game against Monroe. But Friday night for me is the main event right. uh, because seven o'clock in the People's Security Bank Theater in Angeli Hall, uh, we are showing They Sleep on Us, a Lackawanna College football story for the first time to the general public. Uh, I hope that so many people that I don't expect come, and right. I hope so many people that I do expect to come. Right. And I just, uh, it'd be really cool to pack the theater. We're asking for a $5 donation at the door. All of that money goes back into the athletics program because for me as an alum, it's incredible to have this opportunity to potentially raise funds for sure. a piece of the college. Right. And I think it's only fitting that it goes back yeah. to athletics. Yeah. Awesome. So, we awesome. appreciate we that. We appreciate everything you do. And I'm going to take, I'm taking the authority right now. I just named you Athlete of the Week. Chris Hughes, oh. athlete of the week. Oh. Love it. You're athlete of the athlete week. Of the yes. Athlete of the week. We're making it. We already did the Chris interview. This is an athlete of the week. Chris, All right. Chris Hughes. Chris cool. Jonathan All, Hughes. Hughes. That, Christopher Jonathan Hughes. Christopher Jonathan Hughes. All that time riding the pine in West Grant and Soccer really paid off. <laughs> thank, thanks, for, thanks for everything. Thanks for everything. Thanks for putting it together. We'll see you on Friday night. Yeah. See you Friday night. All right. Make sure you show up Friday night. People Security Bank Theater, Angelie Hall, 7 p.m. They sleep on us. How dare they? How dare they? We'll be back in the Falcons Corner. Take flight. Football plays a, it's, it's an important role in my life. Just playing football really kept me on the right path. I wasn't committed nowhere. I wasn't going to college. That's why I play for these people. They don't know, but they changed my life. All the people who could never see them play before get to watch them play the most important game in the country. So many people over the years told us that a team from the East, not Lackawanna, but any team from the East, would never be in this game. It's the most important game in program history. I want to prove that we, we are the best. That's like one of the teams, the best team in the nation this year. Falcons on three, family on six. One, two, three, family. four, five, six. Family. You know, we haven't lost in 22 games. 
and I don't think these kids believe they can lose. Here's how I look at it. The band ain't gonna beat us. Nah. Right? The goddamn fans ain't gonna beat us. And they sure as fuck ain't gonna beat us now. We can actually play, we can we can actually ball. We're gonna go out there and prove it. Are, we'll never be in the national championship game again. It's going to be a great experience and a great game. And we will return to strength with that championship. Jabs. Hey, it's Tom Ferguson, Sports Information Director with Lackawanna College, and we tracked down our Athlete of the Week from last week, Darlin Yuseda from Lackawanna College Men's Soccer. Darlin, I realized when we picked you as Athlete of the Week, I didn't actually have a picture of you in your soccer uniform. Yeah. The only pictures I have are from baseball. Well, first of all, congratulations, Athlete of the Week. You scored a hat Thank trick uh, back, uh, back against Harrisburg two weeks ago. Uh, really kind of have been a big part of helping this soccer team get up and running. Uh, obviously, we know you're from, from the baseball team. How did you get involved with the soccer team? How did that conversation go to get you kind of on the, uh, on the squad? So I was in practice, and a soccer coach texted a McCary MC, a baseball head coach, saying if we, he had any soccer players, and MC said it in the group chat, and I was down for it. Yeah. I was like, why not? Like, I've never played soccer before. Also, it was just like my first season ever. Well, you, you, you seem, for someone who hasn't played, you actually seem like you know a little bit about it. And, yeah. and, and you've got, have you had at least like an interest either watching it or anything like that? Or no, is this I've never just kind watched of... soccer or anything like that. Like, okay. I love playing any type of sport. Sure. So, like, I always had like at least one skill in one sport. So, I think being able to play soccer here was pretty fun. What was the, what was the hardest part in like that first week? when you showed waking up, up at five in the morning <laughs> waking up at five in the morning for practice once i got used to it i felt great during the day practicing baseball during the day too because i had both sure yeah so how did you how have you kind of balanced that schedule as best you could what have, what have you had to try to do so my it wasn't really that hard because i had soccer practice at five in the morning where i had nothing else for soccer Mm -hmm. Then I had to hit at 10 in the morning. Then I had practice at 3.30. Then I had lift at 6.30 or 5.30. So it wouldn't really interrupt each other. Right. Even though the first week is pretty hard. Yeah, it probably makes for long days, yeah. right? Then the second week, it got easier. How have you felt received by the soccer team? Because that's, that's going to be a tough situation, being kind of the new guy coming into a team. And, you know, guys that have already kind of trained together a little bit and certainly spent some time. What was that like coming in and how have you guys kind of gelled? I mean, I describe myself as a really good teammate player. So it wasn't really that hard for me to interact with them. Yeah. So since I first practiced, uh, we just clicked in. Like, I just clicked in the group, you know. Right. I got to know everyone, talk to everyone. Right, and so. and obviously it, it kind of blossomed from there. Yeah. Scored a goal in the uh, the opening match against Lehigh Carbon. Yeah, in my first match. Now, we I was joking on the sideline because you had a couple ones that were a little close there, and yeah. I was like, he's gonna score. He's gonna do this. They kept telling me, you're gonna <laughs> score, you're gonna score. I'm gonna give you the ball. And Ahmed, Ahmed kicks that ball down the field, 
and you got on your horse and, and got got after it. I ran as fast as I could <laughs> and just scored that goal right there. Well, how and how big was that? Because obviously it's big personally for you to get a goal, you know, first game and all that. But you had your teammates from the baseball team there as well. Yes. So was yes, there a little extra was, juice? Yeah, that was that motivated me more than anything on that game. Having all my baseball team, yeah, play right there, right. And after I scored, I was very, very excited. Like right. they kept telling me, "You better score this game. You better score this game." <laughs> you, you found a way to do it, right? Yes. <laughs> so you guys, you guys have had a lot of success on the soccer pitch already this year. Six mm -hmm. and one. I think it's tied for the most wins uh, that, that a boys team or that a men's team has had yeah, in the short history here. And obviously, playing in the region playoffs coming up. Uh, can't coming off that loss to Mercer. You guys are down in Harrisburg. Everyone. Kind of struggling to yeah. get going. How did you find that extra drive to 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 kind of will your team to win there? Um. So that day, I felt great. Like there's some days where I'm like oh, I'm a little tired because I had left the day before for sure. baseball. Like I try to take a light on that. But that day, I just felt great. And before the game started, I took like twenty to thirty minute warm up by myself with another teammate. To get my legs ready on how of how ready I felt that day. Right. And I just went on that field like it was gonna be my last game to play and I just bought out. <laughs> and and you guys got it got got the W, kind of got yes. that bounce back win, mm -hmm. right? And then got another win down at Lehigh Carbon to close out the regular season and you know, through circumstances now we find ourselves in an opportunity where you guys are hosting a playoff game on Saturday with a chance to play for a championship on Sunday. Sunday. Certainly not something I don't think you were necessarily expecting to step into yeah. here. So what's your mindset as you as you kind of head into the weekend here? So this week, just practice and work hard as a team and just play soccer. Right. Ball out, have fun. That's what I always think. Like, I don't play with pressure. Right. You know? Like, no matter how down or how up we are, like, just work. Just play as hard as we can. How how has your experience maybe in baseball kind of helped your experience here in soccer? Have you kind of taken any lessons from one to the other? So playing baseball while playing soccer made me actually faster. And I have like more endurance during baseball. So sure, it's yeah. like made it more easier. So you're you're showing up to, to baseball practice and, yeah. and I'm sure certainly Coach McCary is certainly happy with your, your running ability all of yes. a sudden, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I got way quicker. Lost a couple pounds. Yeah. Does it feel – do you feel – I don't want to say that – is there like a mental block or, or something like that you were able to – that being in big games in baseball or playing in, in, in important games in baseball and then having to translate that to soccer and then having that – like is there – has that helped you uh, as you're kind of on the field with this sport that you're just kind of still learning? Yes, I did. What I try to always do, not to think about it too much, and just like play, no matter what sport it is, right. like just have fun. Just go for it. And since I've always been experienced in baseball of like tight games or games where like we almost lose and then we end up winning, like just ball out. You know? mm -hmm. We're talking with Darlin Yuseta, our uh, athlete of the week. Now, Darlin, you are from Phil you're from Philadelphia, right? Yes. You Phillies fan? Yes. So you're you're in a good mood. This is a great week <laughs> <Yes>. for you. <laughs> How are you feeling? How are you feeling right now with the World Series on the way, Astros in the way? What what's your what's your gut 
I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think the Philly would make it this far. <laughs> so, like, I'm the guy where, like, if there's 10 of my team players that like the Philly, I will go against the Philly, even though I like the Phillies, just to go against my teammates and have the argument on a daily basis, you know. But I've been, pre I've been feeling pretty good about yep. the Phillies. Let's hope they win the worst series now, you know, yep. take the yep. Astros down. Yep, it should be exciting. Um, what are you studying here at Lackawanna? Sport management. So what do you want to do with sports management? Honestly, I'm still on the side of what, what could I do with that? Yeah. After I graduate from here. Yeah, and that's that's normal. I yeah. think for a lot of a lot of kids in your your situation is uh, is playing baseball something you want to do at your yeah. next school? Is that is that something you want to carry forward? Yes. So right now I'm still kind of undecided if I want to keep with my uh, baseball career in another school. Sure. Or am I just go home and just start working? Right. You know, proceed something with my major. Right. But I'm leaning more into going to another school. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Well, we, we appreciate your time. We know you're between two sports and, and, and classes and all that. We know you're a busy guy, and you've got playoffs coming up and all that. We, we wish you the best of the luck. We wish the Falcons, obviously, the best of the luck, and, and good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so Thanks. We'll be back with more Falcons Corner. Stick with us. Take flight. Imagine the innovator you could be tomorrow with an innovative education today from Lackawanna College. Our Level Up program puts high school students on an early college pathway for an easier college transition and faster degree attainment at a dramatically lower cost. That's why Fast Company named us one of the world's most innovative companies. With an education from Lackawanna College, imagine where you'll be tomorrow. This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. Oil and gas jobs are back. Are you looking for a life-changing experience? Lackawanna College's School of Petroleum and Natural Gas can put you on a path to a lucrative career in the production and delivery of America's energy in just two years. Choose from two degree programs or two certificate programs with internships that give students real-world and practical experience in the field. Lackawanna College will give you the education you need to build a career in this exciting industry. This is life-changing. This is Lackawanna College. Apply today at Lackawanna.edu. Do you notice how he held up his a little bit longer, the, it, so he could see Director Ferg on yeah. that? Like he dude, I wanted to make that's sure that's probably the only part of that <laughs> that's going to be seen on camera is Director that's why his Ferg. His face isn't on there, so just just yeah. so you know, it was over your face. Too. <laughs> Good. I might not have even been in the whole interview with Hughes. To be honest with you, I'm out here. You're out. But we're back on the Falcons corner. Voice we of the are. It's Mike Ferg, the good guy, the other co-host, Danny Ferg, the SID, the director, Director Ferg, <laughs> as we know, yes. our Ferg bit. Yes, the SID Ferg. And special thanks to Chris Hughes. Make sure you get out and watch that. Like I said, as someone who was there yeah. and watched the doc the documentary, it was awesome. How cool is it to like see it back as being someone who experienced it, but maybe didn't see it through the same lens? It was. That it was. Did? It was. Like you were there. It for was some cool things, because I got there a day late. I got there Friday before right. or whatever night we. I can't right. remember. We played on Thursday night, it's so I got there the day before. So I missed them. I wasn't. I didn't travel with them. You right. Know, Coach Joya was AD at the right. time, so we traveled together. Right. You know, so I didn't see their arrival. I didn't see their first practice. Um, the only things I really got to experience was the banquet and then their walkthrough you know, right. the day before the game and stuff too. You know, so. Were you in the locker room or now? I was in the locker room a little bit. Okay. You know, but the previous SID and him and I were on the field right. doing oh, some pregame, pregame, yeah. you know, broadcast that got cut out because there was music playing in the background. Right. But they had a lot of. <laughs> 
it. You know, but I one thing I do remember that. is that when the equipment truck got there, um, all of us that were there, Eric, myself, Joya, um, I think even Chris might've helped a little bit carrying the equipment into the locker room. Right. And then we decided to set it up like really, really nice, like professionally for the right. guys, other than just like here, like Here's we set them up offense, awesome. defense, and made sure everything was like tucked that's away cool. in their lockers and stuff. So seeing that one was like, oh yeah, that yeah. was really cool that we yeah, did it just awesome. to give them some major experiences up too. So, all right, but back to the now. The now. We can't keep looking, looking back. No, we gotta look, gotta look forward. Think about where we were and where we are right. now. So football finally has a game. Yes. They're playing Saturday, homecoming. Yep. We're gonna honor our graduating players. Yep, graduating football players yep. and so cheerleaders. 12.30. Um, we're going to honor our football players and cheerleaders. Yep. We're going to have a nice little procession, announce their names, bring them out on the field, yep. do some nice picture opportunities, and then we beat Monroe at 1 p.m. So yep. it'll be exciting to get real football back. Tom is on the call. Are you the lead my, guy? And my, you're going to have your play-by-play -play guy? My, my, I'm play-by-play, I'm -play -play and Josh, yeah, Josh Bardini, Bardini is, is making be, his color commentary debut. I can't wait to see how many F-bombs are dropped <laughs> during that telecast. I, I will be, be honest, awesome. I am concerned. Yes, because this is his first home game as not being part of the staff. Correct. As part of the athletic staff, not part of the football staff. staff. So he will not be on the roof of the press box cursing and banging on the roof. He will be in the press Jeez, box. You're really painting this picture. PG 13 edition of Coach yeah. Josh Pardini. I can see Tom just sitting there and having a little, like, one of those uh, desk doorbells. Yep. And uh, you hit it, and all of a sudden it's just like anticipation. Ding! Uh -huh. yeah. I, I told him there's no cough button and there's no delay. Yes. So my, my hand so just, will probably be, be on that pot and turning it down so yeah, anytime no I, I awesome. fear something. That'll be good. That'll be good. So against our rival, Monroe College, yep. it'd be nice to get back home. It's been a long time since we've been back home, but. Festivities start at 10 a.m. Saturday morning in the parking lot of the stadium because we have a trunk or treat for yep. anyone who wants to come down and get some goodies. Um, yep. We have some of our athletic teams we representing do. some trunks. Yep, um, annual trunk some or stuff. treat. And then we have some other events that are being put on by Student Life, I believe, like a cornhole tournament or, and some yeah. other stuff. Maybe some food. I don't know what else is going on, Tom. But there's yeah, a whole brochure of stuff that Tom, keep Tom busy, is going to go right here. Right here. Throw that brochure right there. Tom. Yep. It's gonna is go, that big enough? It might actually go over both of you, but it'll be there. Oh, all right. So, all right no Joe. All right. No Joe. Joe holding it. Yeah. Joe, Joe's going to go right there right now. All right. All right. Okay. So, but Joe will also be at the game on Saturday. He will. He's excited to be doing the stats. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And my polar bear will be excited to work alongside Joe as a spotter. As a spotter. So too. So keep yeah, the, they're getting the band back keep together. The, keep the records busy, too. They're, they're getting you know, the band keep the back together. Keep the record kids busy. Get yeah. the work. And it's a busy weekend. Danny's also going to be in action, but he's going to be in action with the other kind of football. Yes. yes. So soccer, we were fortunate enough to learn that we are now hosting Region 19. The Region, well, region. The Region 19 slash 15 slash 21 so the gulf coast region sub-regional <laughs> it is the gulf coast <laughs> sub-regional um lackawanna college will be hosting ulster uh community college the senators yep. on saturday morning at 11 a.m at shout stadium uh over in dunmore and the winner of that match will uh, play against massasoit community college who's actually the number one seed okay. in this three-team tournament on sunday at 11 a.m. Also, also over at Shout Stadium in Dunmore. And those and all will be broadcast on blackwatchfalcons.com slash live? That's right. I was everything. waiting to see if you got it right. That was good. <laughs> I'm on it. You got it on I'm that fine. one. I'm, I'm ready. But everything will be there. We're looking forward, you know, uh, first, you know, playoff in the first season for Coach uh, Shiposh. And uh, they've been working. You know, it's, it's nice to be home. Yep. You know, originally on the road, but things worked out differently. And, 
you know, here we are be, hey. being able to host and we like putting on, we like hosting, you know. Absolutely. And you'd we'd rather drive 10 minutes than I would two rather drive, it would even more than two hours. Yes, because yeah. I would have been on the road. So selfishly, it definitely it works, works out, out uh, for me. And uh, let me ask a question since you're covering wait. that game. Will the big E, Elijah Berg, be in attendance on we, Saturday? There's potential because it's pre-nap. Like hmm. that, that's that's key. That, so that can get so people nap out. time could be there after eleven. Like if we do the possible e money sighting at the match, and it all depends on uh, some logistics and some personnel okay. that'll be in place there. <laughs> right. And if I have the right personnel there, he will definitely be there. All right, good. Um, and then with a quick having uh, mom on speed dial in case he well, yeah, I mean, home that's... home. But as long as the weather permits, there's no reason he comes to our soccer match. I like. E money because he pays me. The last time I saw E money, he gave me money. He gave me he, he gave me he some cash. I, I, I hope to see him at some point again, really but soon, yeah. because I can use a couple extra dollars. So yeah, we're looking forward to it. You know, I mean, it's it's playoff time, and you know, you get that win, and you know, I mean, yeah. anything can happen. Survive in advance. That's it. That's it. And to be able to be on their, our home turf, which really is what Shouts turned into, and we can't thank the Dunmore Borough enough, and Mike Dempsey in particular. Right. Uh, for allowing us to, to to have the time that we do get over there, it, it's an offer, it's a great opportunity. So, right. And a great venue. It's incredible. Absolutely. Right. I know we have other things going on, but the time this episode is getting too long, we're going to have to cut it short <laughs> for a couple of reasons. One, I got some work to do. So do I. I got to go to the dentist. Yep. Awesome. All right. But we have other stuff going on, but we could save that until next week. Is that okay? It's that all scrimmages. Our, our main thing. things it's are scrimmages. Just... Men's and women's basketball are scrimmaging. I knew he was going to do it. You know, you go. Go, go, just, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, no, go ahead. Men's and women's basketball are scrimmaging this week. They've got, they've both have scrimmages on yeah, Tuesday right. and, and Thursday, and I think on Saturday too. Yep. So they'll be getting ready for next weekend when they start their uh, regular season schedules. Yep. Wrestling, they're still practicing. They'll be starting next weekend as right. well. Uh, you know, baseball just wrapped up their fall schedule. Softball, I think, softball is wrapped up. Wrapped up, but they're wrap not up. sure because you know when I talked to the ladies yesterday, they're like, "Well, we don't know what's going on. Maybe we'll have who knows." <laughs> you know, they'll have up. practice. Oh, they might have it. Yeah, yeah. They have to be done with it soon. Yes. Congrats, <laughs> congratulations to our volleyball team for for making it through the season. Yep, you know, yeah. I know they they kind of got were on the cusp of making the playoffs. Just, and just missed out on it, out. but right, Coach yeah. Shelby Morgan, you know, congrats to her on completing the first season. Yeah. I know they're already talking. And then about, we can't say now. Did we? I don't think we mentioned the last. Did we mention the? Did we mention that Melanie was EPAC? No, we didn't okay. because it got so announced Melanie Canios midweek. was EPAC honorable mention, volleyball. So yeah. congratulations to Melanie, former athlete of the week. Mm-hmm. See what happens? Big yeah. things, yes. You appear on the show and good things happen. Yeah. conference. It's amazing. It's right. too so. And then one thing we could announce is that we have Winter Sports Media Day coming up this Wednesday. So we'll have a lot of good content coming out. You know, in the next week or so, too, with all yep. of our basketball keep and soccer. Keep busy. Keep We're time. wrapping this episode up five minutes ago. How about keep voice busy? I got to work tonight. I got to be here tomorrow. Yeah, he's got a lot yeah. of it. He's got to come up with all those questions for tomorrow. Yeah. yeah it's oh, yeah, be tough. you do. Yeah, yeah well. No, I, I can handle it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you get out to the Securities Bank Theater, 7 p.m. this Friday. $5 donation. You know, help out the Lackawanna College Athletics. So make sure to take part in, you know, a really great event that we're having. Get the football and football yep. on Saturday. You can hit Men's one at 11, at 11, another one come at right one. Down, come down the road to the stadium for football at Sounds 1. good. All right, good. Have a great week, Falcons. We'll see you next week on the Falcons Corner. Take flight.